Well, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Golden Goal Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, yeah, I've got to start this one with an apology from myself. I've had quite a busy couple of weeks. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was on holiday in Cyprus, and then I decided to move house the week after. So I've been a bit busy and unable to record a pod. So my apologies, but I'm all settled into my new, my new, my new flat in Bristol now. So yeah, ready to ready for the uh, the end of the season and, and to record some more podcasts and, and give you guys some advice and, and help. And as usual, I'm joined by Sam, who um, yeah, he's been all reliable, but unfortunately he hasn't had me to help him record a pod. I'm afraid. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good mate. So right. I think everyone, everyone will understand. You know, normal life continues. Although, really, we all know that fantasy football is actually life. So um, in that case, no one will understand and demand that we're there fifty-two weeks of the year, mate. Um, yeah, how how have things been going in in Sky for you, mate? You you've been getting on all right, or? Um, no, not really. I've had sort of the same theme of the season that I've had already, which is I've just been really inconsistent. Obviously, there's no one to blame but myself. I've not had a fabulous season. I'm quite happy to um, hold my hands up on that one. Um, few, yeah, you know, obviously a little mix of bad luck in there, but also some some poor decisions and planning as well. And uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting the season over and done with and then getting into next season. With that being said, I'm still um, going to push forward to the end of the season and... Um, claim some money in a mini in uh, the mini leagues I'm in because I'm still sort of top top of those so it's not all doom and gloom and um yeah uh, and then yeah push forward for next season you know what about yourself yeah not 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 too bad I'll just put your I'll, I'll talk through my team first of all then add your team up quickly but I'll, I'll just go through mine I mean not not too bad I think over the last couple of weeks I was sort of just treading water really um, I can't remember if it was before the last podcast that I recorded or not that I brought Hyungmin Son in, um, and he's done me absolute wonders alongside Kane, um, and he's he's really propelled me up some ranks. So I think in the last pod we recorded, I was probably about seven hundred, eight hundredth, but I'm right up back up to four hundredth now in the in the game, so I'm quite happy with that. Um, Sonny's done a Sonny's done a wonder for me, and I haven't even captained him. I know quite a few have been brave enough to to give him the armband, but for me, I've just thought owning him has been good enough. Um, and yeah, did did quite well with him. I just quickly talked through my team, so I got Nick Pope in goal. I think pretty much like everyone else, um, Burnley have been pretty disappointing defensively. I think um, I've also got him in quite a lot of other games as well because of his double game weeks and and so on. But yeah, they've just been shipping goals, haven't they? And I know poor Sean Dyche has been sacked now, so I really don't have any hope for Burnley at all. And yeah, get that Southampton game out of the way for Pope and might think about moving him on to someone someone a little bit better. Um, then i got Cancelo, Laporte and Rudiger in defence. Yeah, three very reliable Sky players. I don't know if you've got the Chelsea team yet because we're recording this on Wednesday evening, but um, I'm pretty sure Rudiger's, um, he's got a little niggle, hasn't he? And it doesn't sound like he's going to play tonight. Um, but if he skips, if he misses one game, I'll, I'll be quite happy to leave him because he's such a solid pick. Um, and Cancelo and Laporte, again, they're ever-reliable Sky players, um, but and we'll get onto it when we review the fixtures. Come Sunday, um, Chelsea have a 4-for-1 over Man City. I've got six transfers left, um, so I think at least one of Cancelo and Laporte will become a Chelsea defender, probably Laporte, to be honest, because... He's probably a bit less nailed than Cancelo and he's not quite as good an asset. So I think I might move Laporte onto someone like Reese James, for example. Um, 
Then I got a midfield of Rafinha, Saka, Ramsey and Bowen. Bowen was a bit of a mistake, really. I, I brought him in, oh, I can't remember, I think it was on the Sunday, just gone. And my only other option was Nick Pope. Um, and what actually happened, because it was West Ham against Burnley, I, I didn't expect Burnley to, to keep a clean sheet. And whilst they didn't, Nick Pope got a nice saves bonus and a man of the match and actually turned out a better captain than, than Bowen was. So, yeah, a bit of a mistake there and a bit of a rash transfer. But I don't know. In hindsight, I'll probably make it again because Bowen against that Burnley defence, you probably had fancied him. Then I've just got Rafinha, Saka and Ramsey, three pretty template um, standard midfielders and Rafinha with a single and... I think Saka's got a single game day against Newcastle coming up, so they won't be going anywhere. Already spoke about Son, and yeah, Kane and Kane and Salah are doing bits. I think I took this screenshot after, just before the Man United game, so it's not got Salah's points in there. But yeah, as a Man United fan, that was bloody painful, that game. But for Sky, I did quite well out of it, so I had Salah captain. Um, I think that's me, really. I talked a little bit about my short-term plans, I think. Um, quite a few people will be hopping off Man City and Arsenal players onto Chelsea if you haven't already. So that's about it for me, really. Whack yours up, mate. Yes, mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I've got the fixtures up now. We're just also having a look at you know, everything we're talking about there. Yeah, so um, same as you, mate. Pope and goal. Um, I won't elaborate anymore. Rudiger, Cancelo, similar to you uh, with that one. I'm happy to keep those two now to the end of the season. Um yeah, disappointing that they didn't, you know, get a clean sheet or even a result against Southampton, Arsenal. They've been poor for a couple of games, but got a passing bonus out of Gabriel, which, you know, is really nice at five points. And Arsenal not being great, but he's still there. So a decision to either keep, you know, I'll probably keep him to the end of the season, but um, I haven't got many transfers left, but I don't know. Barnes, Saka, Madison, Bowen. Uh, mate, I echo your thoughts on on Bowen. Exactly the same. Um identical reason for bringing him in and now thinking about shipping him out for six for three on, on with a with a Chelsea midfielder for, for later this evening basically um, so it was a silly move really when I could have just stuck the armband on Pope and got a 16 pointer um, but again if you play that game again <laughs> exactly as you said Bowen could, could could haul and he's been in good form even in, in Europe as well but maybe the, the fact that West Ham literally have a core 11 and they just play that don't they as me and you discussed I think didn't we um, can sometimes potentially affect you know fatigue and energy levels and things so yeah it wasn't the greatest it didn't work out as a fantastic move but maybe in principle it was still a sound sound idea got Barnes and Madison happy with Madison uh, again they just they've got Europe haven't they and that's the that's the priority right now I would imagine because their league has just been or league season's just been so inconsistent um again Barnes hasn't really paid off when I, I, I think I've got him in at Brentford uh, when he got the assist and then since then it's been a 2-1-1 you know a couple of subs appearances and they're not great at all so yeah there's decisions to be made there uh, one good move I have made more recently was um, Tony in. I think I got Tony in against. Can't remember when I brought him in, but I think it was uh, after the Burnley game, and then I've obviously had a couple of you know I've had a thirteen point return against West Ham and the assist against Chelsea, so you're looking good um, with Brentford and Ericsson in behind him. So absolutely fine with that. Yeah, and then Kane and Salah just staple, leave them two to the end of the season unless there's any injuries. Yeah, so that's since, where I'm at, mate, with I, it. I was just going to joke. Ever since Tony's been caught out dissing Brentford, he's he's pulled his finger out and been, been playing amazing, hasn't he? 
Yeah, he's been banging the goals in. Well, I brought him in on the day that he was caught saying something else again. I was like, you're joking. He's going to get dropped or whatever. Um, but yeah, he's 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 been in and he's looked pretty good. So happy to keep him for now. Yeah, nice one. And I know, well, there's a Man United single game day not too far away. And based on how Man United played against Liverpool, I'd fancy anyone to score against them at the moment. So yeah, it's a nice, nice pick, I think. I actually brought him in with that in mind. Um, I think now hindsight, again, I would have preferred Son because he's just so explosive. But with that in mind, I just was thinking a bit more long-term and didn't actually think about the potential little opportunity there for the double up with Kane and Son. Again, another error that... I an error of judgment maybe that I've made this season or just something that hasn't gone my way against other times. It, it, it It's a couple of blanks, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, the plan is if Tony's fit and starts just to, to captain him that night as well. And as I said, leave him to the end of the season. Yeah, sounds good, mate. I'm just going to quickly flash up the fixtures for the upcoming game week. And I'd, we've got well, the Sky game weeks. Are, um, yeah, it's still it's still happening at the moment. We're, we're still in the game week at the moment. So I've just put those fixtures up as well. So, yeah, we're recording this on Wednesday the 20th. So by the time I actually manage to get it uploaded, I imagine the games will either be kicked off or, or finished. But I'll just go through them quickly. Um, who are you thinking to be your captain tonight, mate? We whacked a poll up um, from our Twitter account just a bit earlier and Cancelo is far and far ahead of everyone else. Are you going to go for him? I think so, yeah. Although I've got half an eye on Madison if Madison starts against Everton. I'm in that position. I'm in a funny position because overall rank-wise, it's top thousand, you know, which compared to last season, it's not great at all. But... I'm top of the mini league and I do want, you know, a, a nice overall rank's good, but actually winning, I think it's about 150, 160 quid if I get first and second with two teams is actually probably more important. Yeah. So I sort of half an eye on just kind of getting the job done there really more than anything and therefore going on template. Although if I wasn't in that, if I was out, or if, if I was out of the money, I'd definitely be going on Madison if he, start, if he started, but with the mini league and the cash on the line, I think I'll probably just do the safe bet and go Cancelo. Although I've got this feeling, I don't know if it's because obviously I'm a Liverpool fan, I just feel like Brighton might get a, a goal tonight or, or, or a result or something. Could be completely off the money, but um, I just fancy a little, maybe a little 1-1 or something like that. Again, might be might be completely wrong, Tom. Obviously City are a unbelievable side. Yeah, but... I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you on the results, to be honest. We'll, we'll see how they get on. But I just think with Cancelo, like even if he doesn't get a clean sheet, he's got passes, tackles, attacking returns in him. So, yeah. I'd... Yeah, he's multiple routes to points, isn't he? And you'd like to think um, that the Man City-Brighton game is going to largely be played on the ground as well. So he's almost guaranteed for pass and bonus, isn't he? Yeah, well, they're at home, aren't they? And, uh, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, you'd like to think baseline kind of five to seven or eight points there for Cancelo, which I'll take happily quite uh, I'll take I'll take now happily. Um and then just quickly the Thursday is pretty boring one for me really. I, it was one of the reasons I bought Nick Pope in, so I'm just gonna stick the armband on Pope, but not really expecting much considering Southampton have not looked too bad recently and I, I would fancy them to beat Burnley to be honest. Yeah, well apart from the result before the last one. Yeah. I th- they just do that. Th- well, you know, I said not not recently. Thing, yeah, they, they got one in against Arsenal. They, they always do that, don't they? They get spanked and then just yeah. completely, completely turn. Yeah, my bad. It's like they need a reset, isn't it? They need like uh, something to kick them up the ass and then they go again. Uh, I'm the same, mate. I'll be on Pope. I've still got him in goal. He's always good for saves bonus. And as we've seen, man of the match as well. And um, you never know, like, you never know what could happen. 
could be a clean sheet in there as well. So yeah, mine's firmly firmly wrapped around Nick Pope's arm. Um, and then just looking, I think this is game week 37 is the next game week. So on Saturday, the 23rd, um, we got Arsenal at home to United, Norwich in Newcastle, Man City, Brentford, uh, sorry, Man City, Watford, Leicester Villa and Brentford Spurs. Um, bit of a tricky one, this. Um, given Cancelo playing a lot of games in a short period of time, it's a bit iffy as to whether he will play against Watford, I think. Um, See, I, I think if they win this evening, he's got almost guaranteed to start because it's how close it is in the Premier League with Liverpool. Um, even if they don't win tonight, I think he's going to play. And as uh, Luke has shown this year, Luke uh, Williams, this, he's been quite consistent with his picks, hasn't he? And I think Cancelo, yeah, I just think there's a bit of a hangover, isn't there, still with Pep for his roulette from last year, but he's been way more consistent this year. Sorry, Tom, I crowbarred you there, but I, I think he'll start. No, fair, fair enough. I remember, can't remember oh, what stage yeah. of the season it was. It might have been back in January time. There was one weekend where there was a big, well, not a rumour, it was just a, a large feeling that Cancelo wouldn't play and it, he didn't actually play that day. Um, I just remember that well. So, And we, I think we all captain Ronaldo, who blanked anyway, so it didn't really matter. But, um, yeah, interesting one. On, on the flip side, I hate to say it is just Watford, but I think Pep would probably think, like Liverpool the other day, we can, they, you know, they can beat Watford with four or five changes. So that'd be the only thing maybe in the back of my mind, which I don't want a captain that I know is not going to start. So it's like, where do you go from there? Do you go with a Saka versus that left-hand side of defence for Manchester United? I mean, he could have a field day, couldn't he, that day? I, th- I think, yeah, alternative being Kane and Son as well against Brentford, of course, knowing that both of those are, are, are pretty much completely nailed, aren't they? Yeah, interesting one. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I'll go Cancelo because... Well, we'll probably put a poll out, won't we, and see who's the most popular. And I'm sure Cancelo will be be far and far ahead of that. Yeah, the only thing that puts me off Saka is that Arsenal have just been poor for a couple of games, and obviously tonight's a good judge. If United, if, if Arsenal kind of start looking like they have done prior to these previous two games, then you know I might think about Saka again down that left left hand side of United. Um, or United were so poor, weren't they? I know that Arsenal aren't of the quality of Liverpool, but I think Arsenal play some really nice football and are pretty solid, and they could, you know, comfortably beat or beat you know, Manchester United. So I'm undecided on that one, Tom. I'll wait to the poll. I think. Yeah, and just another. I just had another thought on Man City there. Um, I know they've got two or three of their like core players out, haven't they? They got. I think Diaz is still recovering. I'm pretty sure KDB is injured as well. So I think with those big names being out, I think he'd even be even more likely to play Cancelo, wouldn't he? Because he's just so important to the team. So, yeah, my expected minutes for Cancelo is going up and up as I keep talking about him. So yeah, probably go Cancelo. Yeah, mate, absolutely. Um, and then Sunday the 24th, we got Chelsea at home to West Ham, Burnley at home to Wolves, Brighton at home to Southampton, and then the Merseyside derby, Liverpool at home to Everton. Um, I think it's an easy one for me. I'll be on, definitely be on Mo Salah for this one. Same, Tom. Yeah. I know, Um. well, I don't know... I can't claim a massive... Um, be a massive Liverpool-Everton history buff... But usually, well, apart from this season when Everton have been just terrible, usually this is quite a tight game. Uh, whatever happens, Everton usually show up. 
Um, but yeah, I, I just don't don't trust that Everton team at all at the moment. And I think given that they've had some good results go their way recently, I, I might think they might even take their foot off the pedal a little bit as well, like we like we're used to seeing them do. So yeah, I just go Salah and ex- expect him to to completely go off against them. To be honest, yeah, I think yeah, Mo Salah for that one. Um, Monday, twenty fifth of April, we've got Palace at home to Leeds. I mean, I've I've just had Rafinha in my team all season myself. Um, haven't had Gallagher recently, so obviously he's another shout. But I own Rafinha, so it doesn't make sense to bring Gallagher in if I've got him. So I'll just captain Rafinha. Yeah, this is the one that I haven't got anyone on, and I'm sort of half debating skipping it at the moment. If I'm honest, um, I know some people will be on Gallagher, some people will be on that centre back, um, Gay here, whatever he's called, because um, he looks a very very good player. Um, I guess if I was to free up, if I needed to free up some cash for for bigger moves elsewhere, then that could be <clears throat> a potential move. But I could see a goal in it for either side there, really, Tom. So I think, like you just said, maybe favouring the attacking asset there would be would be the wiser move. And then Thursday, the twenty eighth, um, we got Man United at home to Chelsea. <laughs> I definitely won't be going anywhere near a Man United player for this one. For me, I'll just see the team on the night in 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 pick pick based on that. Really, <clears throat> I'll probably own at that point Rudiger and James. So yeah, just see who's playing in, in pick from there. Really, I think if it was a straight yeah, fight same. between Rudiger and James as to who I'd captain, I don't actually know. I think it's really close, and it depends how they how they line up. I think any thoughts to split like Rudiger and James? I think that will be a popular, um, quite a common problem on that on that day. I'll go. I mean, if I'll, I would always choose the more explosive player, which would be Rhys James. Um, he's got goals and assists in him, hasn't he? So if I see him in the well, if I had him in the team by then, and I saw him in the starting lineup, then yeah, he'd be my he'd be my go-to. Ah, uh, Rudiger's totally, you know, five-point minimum, isn't he? And he's he's been really really good this season, like from a playing perspective. So I'd have no problems with sticking the armband on him. I can see Chelsea coming away with this one to two nil. Yeah, completely Against agree. United. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I'll be happy to have a defensive double up from Chelsea for that game and, and be fairly, fairly kind of not confident, it's never the right word, but encouraged that they would get a, uh, a quite, you know, something out of it. You definitely expect them to get passing against Man United the way the way that Man United are probably set up to counter-attack in that game. So, yeah, you'd fancy some passing at least for, for Chelsea. Yes, mate, agreed. Um, just something useful because we haven't, like I said, it's been a few weeks since we've recorded one of these. And I think while I was on holiday, I remember seeing some new fixtures being announced. So I thought it would be worth just um, having a look at the remaining fixtures in on the uh, FF Stuff fixture grid. Um, thanks, Frank, for letting us use your 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 great content. Um, I think what well, was already mentioned on the Hub podcast, so I imagine most of our our listeners would have already were already cotton on to that. Um, but I think it was Paul McNulty mentioned that Chelsea have a four for one over both Man City and Arsenal over the next um, over the next week or so. Um, so yeah, Chelsea are playing four games. They've got a game on the Sunday the twenty fourth, uh, Thursday the twenty eighth, Sunday the first of May, and then Sunday the seventh of May. Whereas Man City only play once. They play Leeds on Saturday the thirtieth of April, and I think Arsenal were the same with a game on Sunday the first of May. So. Yeah, some gains to be made there on on Chelsea defenders, and I think the big question is how many do you bring in? 
Well, we've been having this discussion, haven't we, about uh, it was about fan team, but it, it's essentially the same kind of thing. Are you expecting Chelsea to, you know, rack up clean sheets and pass uh, in, and in the context of Sky bonuses? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I think on Sky, I would be happy if I had the moves, I'd be happy to have three in defensively, Tom. I don't know about you. I, I um, think, because, like yeah. we talked about, the potential of, of of passing cleans and then explosive returns, but I, I think I'll, I'll go with two. Yeah, purely because of my transfer count. Really, I think I'll, I'll I'll go for two as well. And yeah, it doesn't feel right not to own Cancelo, so I think it'd be very difficult to sell him. Um, but yeah, I think I'll be yeah. on a double up. Um, probably go for Reese James, and I've already got Rudiger, so that'll probably be the double up. Um, the, go on, mate. I was just going to say they've got a six for three, haven't they? Over. Chelsea have got six for three over Tottenham, West Ham, Wolves and Brentford. So, I mean, in my case, your case, there could be a Chelsea asset coming in tonight and then potentially one further a little bit down the line. I don't know what your your sort of thinking is there. Yeah, I can't. The way my team's structured, I can't bring in any new players until Sunday just because I've got Son. Um, I've basically got nothing in the bank. So I need to make a, if I do it, I need to make two or three moves on Sunday to enable it all. So it could be that I go, say, Son to Van Dijk, um, Bowen to a Chelsea defender and then Laporte to another Chelsea defender. And that, that sets me up quite nicely. That's probably what I'll do. But I just have to sit on my hands at the moment and just let it play out because I don't don't have any any free money. Yeah, that's fair enough, mate. And um, yeah, it just gives people, guess what you've just said, what we've just said then gives people the options of potentially doing something this evening and then, a little bit further oh, down exactly. the line. I just yeah. never, like you said about Cancelo, it's never, I just think he's a set and forget now to the end of the season, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. And yeah, like I said, the more and more I talk, the the more I'm more I'm convinced that he's absolutely nailed, to be honest, because yeah, they, they are well and well in the f- title fight, aren't they? And with a couple of injuries that they got, Cancelo is just so important to them. So yeah. Yes, mate. Any, well, no, that's probably the first time you've, you've looked at it, but is there any other teams that are, that are screaming out as to you that we need to buy assets for? I think Chelsea are the main one to hop on at the moment, really, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Leicester have got a, you know, a nice amalgamation of, of, of fixtures left, haven't they, as well, I think? Yeah, they've, um, they've got a few, definitely. Yeah, certainly more than, a, you know, some other teams. Um, I don't think they've quite got the, they've got five, haven't they, is that right? I think five fixtures. Yeah, that's correct. Five, five left. Yeah, no, sorry, God, um, I'm looking at seven fixtures left for Leicester. Sorry, yeah, I am. I've got Frank's uh, thing up. It's just I only had a compressed view, so <laughs> my bad there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I've now got uh, the full version up, and they've got seven fixtures. So yeah, so uh, back to my original thinking was that they have some more games um, than other sides. So um, yeah, I could. It's just who. Defensively, who'd you pick? We, I, I couldn't even tell you their strongest back four. I know they've had so many injuries. Um, I'm, so I'm going to yeah, do it in in fan team in FPL, and I I don't that's mind because of the double game weeks, right? I I don't mind Schmeichel. Um, I think comparatively, he's probably quite similar in terms of returns to Nick Pope, um, and he's just got a slightly bigger fixture volume. I think or might, might have the same actually. Yeah, it looks like they got the same to be fair. But I think Schmeichel, maybe, just because you know he's completely nailed and he's got a good chance of saves bonus. And to be fair, now Evans and Fafana are back for Leicester. When they actually play, they do look a lot better defensively just because they're two good defenders. They're a lot better than what they've been playing. Um, it's Yeah, it's just my argument with that is they've got the European 
commitments. Obviously, they've both been out and, and injured, and and Fafana a really long term one. They're not going to be used every game, are they? No chance. No. And he's in um, Ramadan now, isn't he? Is that right? Yeah. Fafana. And I remember I had him last season and uh, this time last year and Rogers kept hauling him off like at like 60 minutes and he's like 50 passes or something. And I think a couple of times he hauled him off early when he was on for on for bigger, you know, bigger points. And um, that was obviously frustrating. And you know why he was doing it. It was to protect him for future games. So I don't think I'm going to go anywhere near any Leicester defensive assets other than Schmeichel would potentially be the option there. So... Yeah, going back to your original question, Tom, no one at the moment stands out to me other than your Liverpool, your City and your Chelsea's. Um, but however, something could change in the next few weeks. We know how fluid and versatile the game is. So, yeah, exactly. Um, okay. And then the next thing I thought I'd just flash up quickly, because um, I remember doing it a few podcasts ago and it was quite a useful thing to look at. So what I've done is I've gone on FF stuff and I've selected the player total points per game per million. I filtered, I think, over the last five game weeks in players that have played, I think, at least four games, just just to count the players, basically, that are, uh, that are pretty much nailed. Strangely, I, well, without looking, I would have never have guessed this. I, mean, I imagine you've probably already seen it, Sam, so I can't just ask you to guess. But yeah, Guaita from Crystal Palace is top of that at the moment. Didn't expect that, but he's had a few solid returns recently. Um, kept kept clean sheets in, I think, three in a row, didn't he? And got saves bonus alongside it. I, th- I think he's one of those, when you own him, he's <laughs> really poor. And then when you don't own him, there's the reasons why you wanted to own him, because he's he, he performs. Um, it's kind of half the reason why I don't think him or like uh, their set, the centre-backs are half de- is a decent option to the end of the season. They've got... Leeds, Southampton, Watford, Everton, yeah, Villa, and all, United. They? Yeah, they haven't got a bad run. And obviously, in your question a second ago, I was going to mention one of the Villa, sorry, the Palace defensive assets. Um, if you get a little bit of passing along alongside that, or or saves in the case of um, Gator, then you know it makes yeah the, the, the sort of the points the points add up, don't they? And it can be really really good. Um, return on investment yeah not to forget that Palace have a single game day against Leeds as well and I don't know how many people yeah. don't have a Gallagher or a Rafinha um, but it it could be quite a natural move to yeah keep keep your midfielders nice and free and bring Guaita in for Pope for example that might be a sensible move because Guaita's 6.6 million so he's cheaper than Pope so it's a nice easy sideways move if you, if you want to do that for the single game day yeah or even like you said having a look at their back line and just seeing if there's any um Anyone who's been, yeah, just back, yeah, yeah, having a look and see if there's anyone that, that that's cheap that could fit in there and pick up some pick up some bonuses. Yeah, and you mentioned passing bonus Crystal Palace defenders, and yeah, they've in those three clean sheets. We got Joachim Anderson there, right at the top, who's one of the most valuable players in the game at the moment, and you got your man Ivan yeah. Tony in second place as well. He's just just been in great form recently, hasn't he? And, and been picking up quite a few points. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of yeah part of the reason why I obviously brought him in. Um, yeah, and then uh, Guayhi, whatever he's called. Yeah, yeah, he's had yeah, like you said, loads of clean sheets there. A little bit of passing in there as well. Um, he seems like a. I know uh, Luke um, LDN's had him in, hasn't he? Um, for a bit. Uh, he's a you know not a bad option at seven point two. 
Yeah, definitely. And well, we got a few Chelsea boys in there as well. I know Havertz is in there. I think one of his hauls is probably captured in these points. And same for Mason Mount. He got a, got a hat-trick recently, didn't he, Mason Mount? So I think it's captured a couple of hauls from the Chelsea mids. Um, and yeah. yeah. We've got Ruben Neves up there as well. As I know a few people, I think Tom Powell, our, our mate Tom P, Sky FF, brought Ruben Neves in. Um, he's done well for him, but I think he's injured now by the signs of it. But um, but yeah, Ruben Neves has been a bit of a pick. Yeah. Yeah, Bruno's in there as well, the Newcastle Bruno. Yeah, don't talk to me about the Newcastle Bruno because yeah, he's he's yeah, done me over know, in the last yeah. few weeks, mate. He's been a he's been a good yeah. pick for those that have had him, and fair play if you if you do. And yeah, my favourite, who plays for the biggest rival of my club, but Allison's, he's still in that list. He's still up there scoring loads of points. Again, I yeah, I just think Allison is a top pick. And depending on how my team is structured after Sunday, I, I still might try and work him into my team somehow because. Just not sure on Pope. I'd much rather have Allison in there if I could afford him for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned it a few weeks ago on the pod and um, sorry on the Twitter uh, about Allison. Just saying how he's not high, you know, picked um, sort of high, higher owned. And uh, someone made the point about well, you know, the lack of single match days. But we always have this conversation, don't we, about just having a player that's very, very good and consistent and just leaving them in saves you moves and they tick along. He got 51 passes last night against United. <laughs> he got more passes than the outfield, uh, United's midfield. So, um, yeah, he's kind of, dare I say, he's got a few, almost a few routes to points, doesn't he? He's had the odd assist. He's had, a, obviously, he had the freak goal. But um, all jokes aside, he, he he does make some big saves, doesn't he? When I was, uh, I was... Liverpool are clean sheet magnets at the moment. It absolutely pains me to say it, but I think he's been absolutely sensational this season as well. Like he has been, I know they've been the offside trap for Liverpool sort of makes him look even better because he gets one on one quite a lot of times and it's pulled up for offside. But he is making, I'd say, one or two game saving saves per match. And I think he's got a real chance of getting a, a cheeky man of the match thrown in there as well. So when you say routes to points, yeah, I mean potential of assists, well, here and there, saves bonus, uh, clean sheets, obviously, and then, yeah, occasional man of the match awards for when he bails Liverpool out. So, yeah, I really, really like him. Yeah. All right, and that moves us, I think, quite naturally on to some of our questions. Um, so, Matt SkyFF, um, he asks us, are you looking to bring in any additional Chelsea players and which ones are you eyeing up? I think we've already spoken about that, but I'll I'll let you uh, mention any Chelsea players you fancy, Sam. Yeah, I just think like from a name perspective, what what's going around in my head is um, Alonso, Reese James. I already own Rudiger. Um, I know he's not starting tonight. He is out. Um, I, so I don't know how long that's for. So it's probably worth having a, an eye on that and see if that's anything that could be lengthy. Uh, Kai Havertz and Mason Mount. The thing about Mason Mount is don't. He's actually, he's fairly, I saw a stat the other day, and I can't remember the ins and outs of the stat, but he's he's fairly well up there in terms of goals and assists in all competitions this year, but he, he never strikes me as massively explosive. I know a lot of his goals and stuff always come against like Norwich, that doesn't it? And then, you know, if you get a hat-trick against Norwich, then it does bulk your stats up a little bit. So the concern around Mount for me is just explosive ability. Um, but... He's been really, really good recently. So, you know, he, his name has to be mentioned and he could go on a really nice little run towards towards the end of the season. Havertz isn't starting this evening, but I'd imagine that's just rest-related and rotation-related. 
Um, the only thing to keep an eye on, I guess, with Chelsea is the FA Cup final that's coming up in May. Um, I think I saw someone mention that. I can't remember who it was, but it's a really, really good point. Um, someone on Twitter, might have been Ian Parrin talking about it on Twitter um, or on one of his threads or something like that. And I think, you know, Tuchel will have that in mind. Um, but whether or not that's enough to affect the the, the 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 player availability of those four, um, I don't know. But those, yeah, I think James and uh, and Alonso have got such explosive potential from from defence and yeah, a couple of injuries across there. Hope you know they they may play more. What's your sort of uh, of thinking about it, Tom? I know that you sort of think Reese James can also play right centre back as well, right? Yeah, and I think that's him at right centre back creates a bit of an issue with Alonso in like the FPLs and the fan teams, etc. But I think if he plays right centre-back in, in Sky, for example, it doesn't really matter. Because I think he'll still get passing bonus if he plays there. Um, so I still think Rich James is a really, really strong pick. Um, Alonso, God, he was terrible for me when I brought him in after the Chilwell in- injury. Chelsea just went to absolute shit when he started playing. He just isn't very good defensively, is he? And he, he sort of hampers the whole team with his lack of defensive ability. So... Um, but yeah, they have they haven't played too bad with him recently. Um, but the only thing with Alonso is he doesn't really get much bonus. Um, he doesn't seem to make the passes and odd tackles here and there. But you're really going for attacking returns for him. But you do pay a little bit less. I think he's he might even be under eight million. Um, so I think he's quite cheap. So yeah, I guess you get what you pay for with him. Um, it's just whether you want to take the risk. The one player I didn't hear mentioned who has looked really quite good recently, actually, as Timo Werner. Um, I know we were all pained by him last season, just missing chance after chance, but I really don't think he's looking too bad at the moment. Um, and he is the sort of absolute punt that could make or break a season. Like I feel like if, you're, if you've got nothing to play for at this stage and you just want to grab some ranks, I, I feel like Timo Werner is a, a, a perfectly good pick, really. Because he's, he's the exact kind of punt that you want to take. None of us like who are safe in mini leagues and happy with our ranks are going to go anywhere near Werner. So you'll be safe in knowing you've got a solid differential there if you do pick him. Um, that's about all I've got to say on it, really. Yeah, I forgot about Werner. I think he's actually a yeah. I think he's a little bit of a wild card punt, mate. I think he's a great great shout, and he's he, he's playing fairly well. So I think you're absolutely right there. There's a little bit of a a wider pick. I wouldn't be against it at all. Um, this is an interesting one because I've just spoken about basically using all my transfers to bring in Chelsea players. But Mitch asks us, how many transfers do you intend to hold back for injuries between now and the end of the season? Any any thoughts on that, mate? I'm just I'm I'm low in general, mate. So obviously I haven't got Palace covered. I think that's the only one in the remaining fixtures as a single game day they've not got covered. However, like he he's alluded to, I need to to be aware of of injuries there. Um, you know, if someone goes down a seller or, or whoever it is, you, you know, you want to be able to replace them, don't you? So I'm on like four or five transfers left, which is not a lot at all. Um, but if I bring in a couple of Chelsea boys, it leaves me maybe two moves, something like that. If I do cover Palace and then a, another Chelsea one, something like two or three, just to hold off and just see if there's any injuries. But I'd, I'd probably push that to two because... Again, there isn't a huge amount of of game weeks left, is there? So, um, take a little bit of a risk there, and maybe say two. Um, yeah, I'll probably be so, probably be the same, mate. I'd, and it relates to Ian's question, which we'll get onto. But I'm looking at using probably two or three on Sunday, 
and that yeah that takes me down to to about three chances anyway and I'm sure there will be one or two planned that just make sense to make towards the end of the season so yeah I mean I'll probably have one or two for an injury and to be honest if if a player gets injured with like one or two games left to go is it really worth making you know saving a transfer for that eventuality I, I don't know I think you you know the the four for one for example that Chelsea have over Man yeah. City that's much better use of a transfer in my opinion than a player that gets injured just before the last week of the season for example well, everyone plays at the same time on the same day on the last game so 10 players 11 players yeah you'd like the extra whatever it could be but it's not going to be a game changer and as you said there's the extra transfer that you could use going to be more worth more points by doing a four for one or three for one or two for zero or whatever with the captaincy bolted in there as well probably so I'd you know how I like to play with a bit of risk um Tom I might even go he said for for like I said just depends if, if the opportunity comes up I'll, I'll I'll jump on all my moves um uh earlier than that but yeah one or two just to sort of see me through the last game, you know, up to the last couple of game weeks. I'll be, I wouldn't even leave it past. I know we got, was it 41? Is it on Sky? Yeah. The game, game weeks are really weird, aren't they? But I think by the last 39, mate, yeah. I'd be inclined to just, unless it was a single game day or whatever, I'd be just inclined to, if there's a move there that I wanted to make, I'd make it, put it like that. Yeah, I was just trying to think. I won my so my my mini league that I play with my old local pub, where my dad is actually my main rival in that one. I beat him on the last day of the season last year, um, and I bought in Nat Phillips with my final transfer with a couple of weeks left to go. Um, and I think my dad had used all his transfers by probably four weeks to go. Um, so yeah, just by making a single move a couple of weeks before the end of the season, I was able to win my mini league. I did certainly didn't keep a transfer until the last week. So yeah, just recounting my experience, really. I, I certainly didn't really think about injuries or anything. I just used mine up before the end of the season because what you don't want to be is using a transfer on the last week, I don't think. I just don't think that's what, what you want to be doing, to be honest, because there's only one game. No, I remember... Do you remember Liam Dorian saying about that? He doesn't want one on the last game of the season because it's like you're sort of almost trying to maybe force a move exactly. and then on the play yeah. take out like halls or, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah you, want, you, you want your team set for the final day probably before um, before the final day. The only way I could see that is if you've got Cancelo in and then Cancelo's like on the bench or whatever for the final day. You know, the, 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 there's, there's always those little, the, those cases, but I think within reason you probably want your team's, you know, your team's set before the final day of the season. Yeah, completely agree. And obviously, you know, the, the league could go in such a way that the final day of the season is like, yeah, it's either a completely null and void day where some, we know who's got top four, we know who's getting relegated, we know who's won it. But yeah, I, I wouldn't want to transfer on that final week, to be honest. Uh, next question from Danfear. I'll flash out the fixture grid in a second once I've read out the question, but he's asking, is it time to ship Saka and Kuluzewski um, for a Liverpool defender and a Chelsea mid or defender after the 23rd of April? Um, and I think the 23rd is Sunday, isn't it? So I'll just flash out the fixture grid. So he's saying, uh, basically, Arsenal in, Liv um, in Spurs players for Liverpool in Chelsea. Certainly, I'll talk about my plans. I'm going to get rid... I'm going to keep Saka... Um, just because I think he's a perfectly decent player. He's got a reasonable volume of fixtures and he's got a single game day against New, uh, Newcastle. I know it's all the way on the 16th of May, but I wouldn't want to sell a player I'd want to bring in with my transfer count. So I think I'll hold Saka, 
but I'm definitely, I'm almost completely sold on getting rid of my Spurs players. Well, Son being my extra Spurs player and moving him to Van Dijk. I think that's going to be the move I, I make. So, yeah, hopefully that's a bit of input to help you there, Danfer. Any any thoughts from yourself, mate? No, that's spot on, Tom. Again, I haven't quite got the um, the players there or the, the moves to be able to do some of that. But what you've just said makes, makes total sense. And actually, I intend on keeping Saka as well. And I think I would regardless. Of, um, of 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 transfers there, um, but yeah, Kulusevski is probably. A, if, if I had him in, I would be doing a similar move as you've just mentioned there, Tom, and getting a, getting a gain on a, a very good team as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then our newest follower, Ian Parrin, he asks us what percentage of your remaining transfers will be used on Sunday. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not in any position in the game to be secretive about my transfers. I don't think anyone listening to this is going to be worried about my rank. So I've got six left, and I'm looking to use probably three transfers actually on on Sunday. I'll buy a couple of Chelsea players, and I'm going to do Son to Van Dyke as well. So fifty percent of my transfers are going to be used on on Sunday. I think. How about how about yourself? I'll be fifty percent by by Sunday. Yeah, again. If no one's interested in your rank, Tom, then people have, have left the building on my one because it's completely and utterly irrelevant. But yeah, same as you, about 50%, like five. So yeah, obviously I can't use two and a half, but um, yeah, two two to three moves, I think. Um, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you ask me at any point in the season, tell me that Chelsea have a four for one over any particular team. I think you've got to bite someone's hand off at that opportunity to buy some Chelsea. Yeah, four players, for one and, and and the six for three yeah. there as well. And the fixtures are really nice as well. United, well, yeah, I think United's a, a nice fixture. West Ham could well be because they do look fatigued. Everton's a good fixture. Leeds is a good fixture. Wolves don't score a lot of goals. Leicester... You never know what Leicester's going to turn up. It's been Jekyll and Hyde, isn't it? And then Watford on the final day of the season. I would happily have three, four Chelsea players now for that for that run. Um, obviously, a little bit more defensively minded because they're more of a defensively minded side. Um, and maybe with one sort of attacking, as in midfield or forward asset there. So, yeah, absolutely, Tom, if you've, you know, you've got moves and it involves gains with with Chelsea it's uh, it's a sensible move and we've got another question here from Danfear thank you mate you asked us two questions here he said he's asked us should we stick with Pope or transfer him out for Allison or Mendy on the 24th or Schmeichel on the I think he's meant the 23rd for both or Schmeichel on the 23rd of April he says he doesn't have a Liverpool defender and has seven transfers left um, well, I, I've already said all I can about Allison. Really, I think if you've got enough cash and the transfers to do Pope to Allison for the running, I would one hundred percent do that. Um, and I, I spoke about Schmeichel as well. I think Schmeichel and Pope is actually probably quite close. They got a similar fixture volume, probably a little bit better defensively at Leicester, but not a great deal. You're probably relying on saves bonus from both Pope and Schmeichel, really. But I think, or, or Mendy as well, of course. He's mentioned Mendy. Yeah, I think Pope to Allison or Mendy, if you can afford to make that move and still have 10 outfield players you're very happy with, I would 100% do that. I don't know about yourself, mate. Yeah, Burnley just don't really have terrible fixtures, though, do they? And like, he's he, he's kind of a four or five point baseline man, isn't he, Nick Pope? I'm not in any hurry to get rid of him. I, I don't think I will because of my transfer account, but Wolves, Watford, Villa, Villa, Tottenham, Newcastle. 
I mean, Newcastle is a harder proposition right now. Yeah, I know that. Aston Villa. Do they play? Is that a rearranged fixture? It must be, mustn't it? Villa. Mm. So you play them twice. 36, 37. Um, so you don't know what you're going to get from, from Villa there. Again, they've been a little bit up and down, haven't they? Watford's a nice fixture. I don't think they're going to give much away against Watford. Yeah, and the fair. same with, with, with Wolves as well. They don't score huge amounts of goals. So... I personally will be happy to keep Pope to the end of the season. And I said that a few weeks ago, um, as dire as Burnley are, and hence why they're in the, you know, in the relegation fight. He still pulled out um, his eight-pointer at the weekend, to be fair, didn't he? He didn't even keep a clean sheet and he scored. Well, you get exactly, nine for a Tom. clean sheet, don't you? And he got eight points. So Exactly. And that's what makes him a, a, a good Sky asset. Um, yeah, but if you wanted to jump on for, a, like I said, a six for, you know, or whatever it is with um, Chelsea's, fixture run or or Allison who's just been fantastic then yeah go for it I wouldn't wouldn't be against it hopefully that answers your question mate you get a bit of a different opinion from the two of us there so yeah um choose who you want to side with and then finally I answered this one because I was debating whether to bring in Van Dyke yesterday for the United game um but our good mate Sam SkyFF has asked us who would you be looking to move Son onto I think for me it's a simple one to Van Dyke, and I didn't do it last night for the United game, which has hurt me so far. But I've still got Son to play Brentford on. I think they play on Saturday, um, and then I will make the move on on Sunday because I think there is actually a fixture gain between um, Liverpool and Spurs if I if I waited till Sunday to make the move. Um, so yeah, as long as Son scores against Brentford, I'll, I'll be doing all right. But yeah, that's my plan: Son to Van Dyke, um, just because he's cheaper than Trent. And it enables me better moves in my in my team. Sensible, mate, like that. And I know you don't have Son, do you? I just forgot about that. I was gonna ask you what you thought. But yeah, say you had Son, would you would you do similar? Yeah, I think that sounds um yeah, I mean Van Dyke's, you know, five potential baseline of five with passing, aerial threat, exactly. Liverpool look really yeah. solid defensively. It's a good move, isn't it? Um and yeah, like you said, if it's a little bit cheaper and you, it allows you a little bit more money elsewhere, then uh, then yeah, why not? Uh, I think Chelsea have got again going back to Chelsea, they've got six games over Tottenham's three now in a over the next few game weeks. So Chelsea have got Arsenal, West Ham, United, Everton, Wolves, Leeds in the period that Tottenham have got Brentford, Leicester, and Liverpool. Um, so again, there could be a potential Chelsea jump on there from a son. Um, Tom, again, yeah, what, was, what your sorry, team structure yeah. is, Sam, I don't know, but yeah, I'm already know, loading could... up on Chelsea myself, so I didn't even think about that. But yeah, certainly, if you're in a position where you've already got Van Dyke, for example, yeah, definitely wouldn't be opposed to swapping Son for a, for a Chelsea defender. That's for sure. Yeah, when you're getting six six for three, and if you chuck a captaincy in there as well, plus Tottenham have got Liverpool. It's not to say that Son can't and won't score against Liverpool but it's a, it's a solid fixture uh, whereas yeah as I said Chelsea's got some some quite nice games coming up so that would be probably an obvious one if like you said he didn't have Van Dijk or, or whatever so um, yeah some options there yeah I like that good suggestion mate and that's that's the end of our, our questions really anything that I've missed Sam or anything else you wanted to, to mention I don't think so mate I think you've been quite a thorough one today yeah nice one well yeah just good to be back isn't it I'm I, yeah Fantasy football has always been my passion, but unfortunately, I've just been out a busy couple of weeks. But yeah, it's good to be back talking to you about it. And yeah, like always, just chatting through it with you, Sam, really helps me out myself as well. And yeah, hopefully everyone yeah, watching Yeah, same for me, mate. Absolutely. A, gets a bit of help too. 
Um, and yeah, as usual, if you uh, if you enjoyed what you saw, uh, give us a like and a subscribe on on YouTube. And yeah, we'll we'll catch you next week for uh, for another another Sky Game Week preview. See ya. Cheers, guys. Thanks for watching.